This episode is brought to you by FarmSmart Podcast. Subscribe now at NutrientAgSolutions.com slash FarmSmart. Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast, where we will be sharing all things motherhood, farming, faith, rural living, and so much more. So grab your favorite beverage of choice and come hang out with your two farm wife besties. We are so happy you are here with us. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Midwest Farm Wives podcast. It is time to go back to school and I am getting ready to enjoy the heck out of routine. (laughs) Oh, routine. You know that I'm actually not one for routine, but I am very ready for it. Uh, Our summer has been like three to four weeks longer because we got out early and we're starting late. And so I feel like for the first time in forever right? <laughs> that I'm actually ready for them to go back to school and they're I'm ready con- too. I'm confused. Why'd you get out early and why are you going back or like late? What- so during COVID, they started going to school 10 minutes early and 20 minutes late. Well, they never changed it back. And so we're like ahead. Oh, which is nice. I might keep it like that. We're used to that schedule now. Yeah. And we have four day school weeks, which we adore. If you're even if like this is your first year going back and you're going into four year four day school weeks, I do see how it could be problematic for the working mom outside of the home Mm -hmm. to find childcare for that first day. But change is always hard. And I think once you figure it out, there's so much value to it. We love we love it. Like as a farm wife and farm mom who has the opportunity and the luxury of staying home with my kids on Monday go hard all weekend, recoup on Monday. Um, And then you just have, like you said, longer four days. Right. So yeah, that's been our, that's been our reality. But the last two weeks I've asked my kids if they're ready to go back to school and it's been no all summer, but this last two weeks it's been yes. I just snuggled with Rhett and asked the same thing. His birthday is coming up. Um, I officially have a six-year-old and almost eight-year-old and I said, are you ready to go back? And yesterday morning it was no. And last night when we were snuggling, it was yes. So which makes it we'll easier see. on your mom heart, right? One hundred percent, as I say, mom heart. And I'm outside with the kids recording today. We are enjoying our last few days. It's actually beautiful here. I think the high is only at eighty-two, and it's windy. It's like fall-ish. Oh, I'm in a sweatshirt and shorts. My very favorite attire. Yeah, and speaking of littles, Rowie was just there. Rowan and Rowdy are going to be lost without their bigs. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's just dive right in. We are going to talk today about back to school routines, things that we do to help ourselves get back in order and into that routine, but also anything we could offer for our kids as they transition back. Like I saw an Instagram story that said they've been living like frat boys for the last two months. Word. Like. <laughs> No, no schedules, no, you know, all of these, whatever they want to do, if they want to play their Nintendo, if they want to read a book, if they want to watch TV, if they want to just lay around all day. And now they have to go back into the war zone. That is school mm-hmm. routine. But, but I think they're ready for routine too, or at least my No, favorite. I think they are too. But the point of the whole story was like, don't plan stuff the first week of school if you can help it. Like, don't say, okay, guys, you had a great week at school. Let's go out to eat and let's go to the movies and let's go do all these things. Let's go. Now, Friday night. When they're so exhausted. So exhausted. I mean, when we start anything new, we come back and we're like, woof. It's the same for kids. They are not any different. And so I thought that was so interesting because I'm like, they really have been living like frat boys for the last month, specifically for my kids because we did summer school. 
Yep. So we we started with alarms this week. So they've been getting up to their 6.30 alarm every morning. Our sleeping situation is still pretty wonky in our house. Um, when Rhett was born, we had... We at first were like no co-sleeping. Then he wouldn't sleep. So we co-slept and I nursed him in bed with me. Right or wrong, it worked. He's fine. Um, Reese never really needed to. Rowan also co-slept a little bit, but mostly was in his pack and play or his crib. And then it's transitioned at the in the spring. He would go to sleep. And I might have talked about this before, but he would go to sleep. We'd get him down. We'd put the big kids down. Their rooms are parallel, like they're real close to each other. I'm not kidding you. At the second Jordan and I were trying to go to sleep, between 10 and 11 p.m. he would his cycle would complete like that rim cycle he would wake up come out to the top of the stairs and scream bloody murder so this summer all summer specifically during planting season he slept with us and that was such a gift because he hadn't really slept all night but prior to that and so he was all of a sudden sleeping all night with us well then the big kids also thought that they wanted to um, sleep with us as well so we had our nuggets so you had you had a room full. I, all all five of us sleep in the same room or have slept in the same room. Oh, Rowan's gonna feed the cat. That's Thank nice. You, so my point is, is we've been back. We do not do alarms yet. That's never been a thing for us. But I feel like that would be amazing. Then the mom alarm, which my son hates. My daughter's like Johnny on the spot, ready to get up. They're just two totally different people. That's so Bodie and Layton. Um, Bodie Rhett. always his alarm. We joke that like it barely beeps. He's up. He's getting dressed. And late ends this morning, it was like, so you think she's going to shut it off or is somebody else going to have to shut it off for her? <laughs> like hers was just running nonstop. Yeah. But honestly, she wakes up in a better mood if she gets up to her alarm herself and I don't go wake her up. If I wake her up, she is a sass and she's a grouch. Isn't that interesting? Rhett's the same way. And I had that. He's old enough now at eight to have the conversation. I said, Rhett, would you, because all summer he's been the one to sleep later than everyone else. I said, would you rather, it's like a, you know, dicey game. Would you rather, would you rather me get you up early so that you have time? And that is why we're ready to go back to school. Mm, The fighting. What were we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Rhett, if would you rather? Oh, so I gave him. I gave him an option. I said, "Would you rather me get you up early so you have time to sit and veg and like get your bearings about you, or would you like to sleep to the last minute where I'm like move, 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 move?" Because he hates being rushed, and I think that's a lot of our um, where we peak at our anger with each other or our lack of patience is slim. Is because I'm saying. You know, I give three warnings. We've talked about this before. Hey, would you do this? Hey, brush your teeth. Please brush your teeth. Brush your your teeth. Right. I mean, and you can only say it so many times without your patience. Like my fuse gets shorter every time. And then what gets me, and I promise I'll stop talking, but is that they say, well, I didn't hear you. Uh I'm sorry, what? Mine's either I didn't hear you or why are you always yelling at me? I'm like, you didn't hear me the first three times when I said please? <laughs> and in a really kind, loving voice, like, good morning, please go brush your teeth. And then, you know, we rage out. The brush um, your teeth battle is huge in our house. But we're always rushed because of the bus. Yeah, you have a finite time. Our school opens. For, we have like a 30-minute window to drop off. And we don't live very far from our school. So I always just take the kids because of how our bus route runs. They would have to get on so early, even though we live 
so close to the school. Right. So again, a luxury that I have, they that do is. ride the bus home. And so we, I always like aim for that beginning of that opening time, hoping that we get there in the middle, but knowing that I have it, <laughs> knowing that as I skid into the parking lot at like one minute till the bell rings. <laughs> That's go, how I go, 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 go. <laughs> hurry, hurry, hurry. Um, I, I don't, I think we're ready, but I don't know. We think we're ready, but next week will be a rude awakening. I think just in like getting lunches ready and dressing ourselves and brushing our hair and at least just the, the time amount that it's crammed into for me. It makes it somewhat stressful. Like by the time you get up to the time they have to yeah. get on the bus. Yeah. With the Farm Smart Podcast, we're not just talking change, we're making change together. Farm Smart is where sustainability meets opportunity. We're helping growers leverage sustainable practices and products to record positive environmental impacts and provide new revenue streams. Tune in to learn more about sustainable ag and the opportunities and incentives that are enabling us to get to the future faster. Get the Farm Smart Podcast on your favorite streaming platform or at nutrientagsolutions.com slash farmsmart. I remember, I remember vividly when I was out there for Cultivating Courage and I spent the night and Layton's just sitting on the couch eating Doritos. <laughs> that, that is her to a T. Anyone that knows her. <laughs> and at that point, right, it was like after Cultivating Courage and it was a lot and there was no need to parent. It was just like, no. whatever, sis, if you're eating, I'm fine with it. We're going to. And there is some mornings, I will not lie to you, that that is what she wants for breakfast. And I told Bart, you honestly have to pick your battles. And some days, you know what? If she wants Doritos for breakfast, whatever. And that's just how I'm mom. Okay. Is there any tips and tricks that you remember or that you're ready to implement? Or maybe what are you looking forward to when you get back into the routine? So I'm looking forward to, I call myself a work at home mom because I don't have daycare outside of the house. And so I'm looking forward to being able to be in my office and not feel obligated or like guilty when they ask me to do things. And I, I really just need to be in my office. And so I'm looking forward to like having that time and not having that extra guilt or like, you know, obligation to go play or can we do this or, oh, mom, can't we go to the pool? And so I'm looking forward to that. My biggest tip that I learned, and it was especially with Bodie, when they get home off the bus, I tend to still be in go mode. Like, come on, let's, we got to do this. We got to do this. Put your clothes away. I got all this done today. You need to do this. And I found with, especially Bodie, but now that Layton's in school too, um, when they get off the bus, they need to decompress. They need 30 minutes to an hour to just chill and like let their brain settle, get a snack, not be bugged by me. So one of my goals is to um, at four o'clock, try to be done with like all of my busy stuff and then like allow that hour for us to just chill. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that comment. I remember when Rhett was in kindergarten specifically and it would be like, how was your day? What I would ask him all these questions. I would just pellet. it. Like, tell me, tell me, tell me. I'm craving for knowledge. You were my baby for five years and now you're out anymore. of my control. And he would be like, fine. Okay. And and I do think there's a place to talk about it, but maybe it's the dinner table and not immediately following when you first get to see them. Right. Um, make sure they had a good day. Make sure that they felt safe or just enjoyed it. And then ask the deeper questions. I think that's great. Um, I too am ready for 
specifically the whole month of July, as also a work at home mom, my clients have been in and out of the studio and I have had to balance Rhett and Reese being at home. Like Rowan's still been able to go to daycare, but I've been having to balance and hold on to that guilt. Well, it's just like when we podcast, the kids come and ask a question. I mean, right now, sorry, the minor. Right. And that's, but like Rowdy just came into to ask if he could have the remote. <laughs> that's what we fight about at our house in the mornings. Oh, it's, um, oh, from your other kids. Yeah. Is that what he's, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, ours is all sorts of things at this point, but you, the kids are great, but they play with by themselves for six hours on and off. Like I come in and check on them. I make sure that they're fed. Um, it's and they play. Thing that you have to do too. Yeah, they play really well together. So they actually just watch each other. It's not like one by themselves, but still, you still have that right. guilt and it's not a fun guilt. Um, but and so I'm looking real. forward to that. But also, hey, hey babe, but also some one on one time with Rowan. Hi. Hi, okay. Rowie. <laughs> I'm ready for that too for Rowdy, but I think he's, I just told Bart this morning, him and Bodie just hopped on their dirt bikes first thing and I said he's going to be so lonely when they first start back. Is this his last year? He will go to school next year, right? Yeah, he'll go to kindergarten next year. And he's ready, but Did I, you hold him back? No, he's only four. I couldn't remember if he was four or five. He'll turn so five this fall. He's A, young, but I think ready to go intellectually or like physically. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to start kindergarten with a new baby in the house, so. I don't blame you. That was a total me decision. When does when's his fifth birthday? December. Yeah, he can't go. Right, he'd be too. He could go to pre-K unless you guys have a pre-K or anything. Right, and we don't. We have Head Start. Yeah, yeah. So basically, moral of the story. I mean, the good thing here's what's really good about the timing of back to school is that you get a few weeks before harvest starts. Mm -hmm. I had somebody ask me the other day. Do you feel like your kids miss out on so much on the farm? And I, my answer was no immediately. It was like, no, my kids love school. My kids love being with their friends. They love their teachers. Like we have the best rural school. And, and I personally, as a mom, thrive not being their teacher. And so it's a really good mix for us because harvest is a hard with kids and equipment anyway. So they get a nice mix of nothing nothing in equipment during the day, but then when they get off the bus, they get a ride with us. So they still get a good mix of like farm and school. Yeah, I would agree. I, even when they're home with me in my circumstance, which is different than yours, we're still not out in the field all the time. Did we get to go to the field at 10 AM if we wanted to? Sure. Right. But it just shifts. It just shifts what we can and can't do as far as timing. But one or two nights a week, we make sure that we're going to deliver supper and we're seeing Jordan in the field and all of these things, but I don't feel like they miss it. Me neither. Not if even anything, Like you said, they just really like school, art, friends, PE. It um, almost makes the farm time like more, more to them. The heart grows fonder when you're without something, right? Yeah. Um, we miss, we go on this trip, extravagant trip or something as a mom group, we come to cultivating courage, whatever that is, but we're always ready to go back home. We are so right. ready to get away, but we're always so ready to go back. I think it's the same. I think it's right. absolutely the same. So I did a, um, <clears throat> a workshop with a girl yesterday, yesterday, two days ago. I don't know. I'm losing days of what, I don't even know what today is Thursday. Um, and it was balancing work and personal life. And she made the comment on there. Um, you have to create balance. It doesn't just happen. And she was giving examples, like when you go back to school, and we talked about this, I don't know if we've talked about it on here or before, um, you can't 
go into your first week of school expecting that your kids are able to like do all these things. And so don't plan a bunch of stuff the first week of school and expect your family to not be a bunch of hood rats or monkeys. Right. Isn't that what we were just talking about? Like don't go plan all these things. Right. And And have them cancel them. Right. And so she just said, do not overschedule yourself when you know you're going to be in these, these, um, not high stress, but like your kids are not going to be, they're going to be depleted. They're not going to be like a hundred percent energy, like all the time. And so she, she gave so many good examples for work balance. And one of them was, um, her balance changes every day. And I loved hearing that because that is so true to the farm life. She said, so one day I might have my kids bathed and then um, have their supper by eight and they're going to be in bed. But she said, other times I might choose to take them to the field to see my husband and we go to bed with dirty bodies. And she said, I just wash the sheets the next day. Like your balance changes every single day. And I loved hearing that. Yeah. I know if you, if you're a new listener, we've talked about balance so many times over the last couple of years. I have an unpopular opinion that I actually don't think work-life balance exists. Hmm. Not, not at all. Like I, I get what you're saying and I get what she's saying and I think she has great points, but I don't think the word for it is balance. No, it isn't. But I think that's the word that fits it best. I agree. Like I can't think of a better one. Um, like Jenna whenever, calls it blend, but. Right. Whenever we talk about balance, balance was is never meant to be sustained. Um, and you have to and let like go never. You have to let go of like what society standards of I'm using air fingers balance even is and just make your own guidelines for it. It all goes back to expectations of yourself. Like, are we expecting ourselves to be super mom, super wife, super farmer? With the Farm Smart podcast, we're not just talking change. We're making change together. Farm Smart is where sustainability meets opportunity. We're helping growers leverage sustainable practices and products to record positive environmental impacts and provide new revenue streams. Tune in to learn more about sustainable ag and the opportunities and incentives that are enabling us to get to the future faster. Get the FarmSmart podcast on your favorite streaming platform or at NutrientActSolutions.com slash FarmSmart. Super cleaner, mm-hmm. super cook. Um, are we respecting all of those things or are our expectations I'm going to do the best I can in all areas. Right. So she had asked at the beginning of that, what are the roles you're trying to balance? Which again, we don't love the word balance, but so at first I just had um, farm wife, mom and home. And then she went into more depth and it was like, are you an entrepreneur? Are you somebody's friend? Are you trying to show on social media are you trying to lead other women and I'm like whoa you just added like six more roles to my plate that I didn't even really know I had all of the above (laughs) Right, right right so she said when you try to balance all those it's just there's no reality so just take it day by day I think the idea of balance also is equal parts are we trying to be equal parts for all of those things and that's not not a reality Mm -hmm. it was here the glass the glass marbles and which one like we have to juggle the glass ones but we can drop all the plastic balls or whatever (laughs) I just made like two analogies go together um (laughs) but you know what I mean we're juggling we have to keep the glass ones up and some of those other things for you are plastic and same for me or they're the ones that can drop off the side but it is amazing we do not give ourselves enough credit we try to still hold them all in our hand Mm -hmm. and manage them all okay I found this cute little mental health guide for back to school tips to bring it back because you guys know we could preach on loving yourself and not doing as much as you do currently 
But, but again, that's not a topic for today, and we'll talk about that another time. Okay, back to school tips for parents for mental health addition, like to help work with your kids. And I think as we go back, there's going to be all of these um, joyous occasions where they get to develop new skills. But there's also going to be all of these times where things are hard. Learning anything is hard, whether you are an adult or a kid. Mm-hmm. And change is hard. And we're getting ready to throw our kids back in. Um, my kid does not have either of his best friends in his class this year. And it doesn't seem to bother him. But I'm like inside knowing how I felt about school and all these things. He's a wonderful human and he will make friends. Jordan keeps saying, stop talking about it. And I'm like, but I just want him to have his friends in class. Um, okay. Anyway, sorry. So he's just going to go through some challenges that we'll have to work through. Here's right, the top. Are you saying that? Are you saying that? I have to say this. I heard on a podcast the other day that it's so hard as moms to let our kids struggle, but it's within those struggles that they learn like character building and that is like forming them into the better humans are going to be. And I thought that was so good to hear, even though watching your kids struggle is the hardest thing ever. Okay, let's read some back to school tips for mental it's mental health edition. Okay. Number 1, remind your child that they are not alone. Nearly everyone feels behind in the school year. Hang in there and just do your best. That's a good one. Um number 2, help your child know what to expect. Find out the school's policies this year, what's different. Um this says lockers, classroom, lunch or anything else. Yeah, ours is pretty much the same, but in the same breath, Reese is going into kindergarten from pre-K. So it just depends on what age your kids are. Are we switching schools? It will change. But as all of our teachers are different this year. Like they I all had to, I had to tell Layton, your lunch is 10 minutes later this year. You go to 11.15. She's like, <gasps> how am I going to survive? Yeah. Okay. Praise all your child's efforts. Number three, life's more than grades. Recognize their curiosity, kindness, and bravery. I love that one. Me too. Uh, four, pay attention to your own anxiety. Kids can sense anxiety. Talk to other adults to ease worry and get professional help if you need it. Amen, sister friend. Word. Number five, get enough sleep. Preschoolers need 11 to 12 hours. School age kids need 10 hours and teens need nine to 10 hours. If you have a kid old, en- old enough for phones, they yeah. go away. They have to go away. I feel like we need a whole episode on phone addiction and how it's ruining our world, even though we're both consumed by it also. But like, but we weren't, we we're not children. No, there's nope. no way. Our phone, when I was in even high school, went on top of the fridge in the kitchen to charge. When I was in and high school, it will 100% be a rule in our house. It will be in ours too, because when I was in high school dating my husband, now husband, we would talk until the wee hours of the morning. Like we would fall asleep on the phone. Now we're like, what did we even talk about? But we've also known each other for 17 years. And so at the time we knew nothing. Okay. Number Number six. six, Schedule quality time together. Just one hour makes a difference. Here's a topic of conversation. What are you most excited about this year? Yeah, that's a good one even to ask if you are just starting or haven't started school yet. Seven, encourage daily movement. Children need one hour of physical activity a day, riding a bike, a dance party, or whatever gets them moving. Love that one too. I'm a big proponent of get outside. Mm -hmm. Um, Eight, keep a routine. Waking up and going to bed at the same time every day improves mental health. This goes for you too, adults. Routine, routine. I can't wait. Number nine, identify ways to calm stress, taking deep breaths or holding something comforting in your hand like a smooth rock quietly receive leave stress i was even thinking we have lovey still our kids are young enough to all have still have their like 
things that they sleep with. Right. Same with our kids. But when I was saying holding, I was going to say hold your breath. And, and, you know, Daniel Tiger, when you get so mad that you want to roar, take a deep breath. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I don't watch Daniel Tiger and neither do my kids, but um, I did yeah. really enjoy your rendition of his song right then. I and appreciate count that. to four. So many people, so many moms are going to sing that with you. <laughs> right. I don't love that show, by the way. It's just been on sometimes. Um, 10. Just ask. Ask your child if they're worried about being back in the classroom. Be a good listener and support them. I think that's great. I have really struggled to not impose my feelings and my experiences in childhood onto my kids. I think that's a every parent issue. Like I think I know what I struggled with and I or I know what I strive what I was really good at. Mhm. And I look at my kids and Rhett is very different than I am in a lot of ways and that's okay and it's just hard for me to be like okay Kylie he's not He's not going to be you. I want to go play with all the kids all the time. He wants a few close friends versus right. friends. Right. And that's hard. That's a very hard thing as a parent. So I'm not looking forward to yeah. that, but also very, very self-aware at this point a couple years into school time. So if you have a newbie, if you have a baby going to kindergarten, first of all, we give you a big old hug because that is so yeah. hard when your first, second, third, last baby goes it to is. kindergarten. It is hard. Oh, I Virtual have a hug from us. Yeah, I need a virtual hug. Reese is so big. She'll. I think here's my here's what I think about my kids. Rhett academically will succeed at all levels. Very That's smart. Funny. Very very smart. Uh, loves to build. Loves to re- re- very analytic. Reese social butterfly. Oh she gosh, will do fine at school. <laughs> she will do fine at school. She's ve- she's also very smart. It's just not quite the priority like it is for Rhett. Mm-hmm. Um, Rowan total wild card. No idea. Hasn't She's like developed. <laughs> so what's your fourth going to be like? Right. I don't know. Hopefully a nice mixture of all. <laughs> right. Right. It'll be perfect. It'll be perfect. He'll be the, It'll he be or she will be the baby and um, they will be happily burdened because of that. The other kids will be like, mom spoiled you. I know. Except that's rowdy now. It'll change. I don't change. know how he's going to react to not being the baby anymore. Mm. He'll be fine. He'll be almost five. He'll, he understands. Yeah, he's got a dirt bike now. He doesn't really care about me anymore. <laughs> Mom's old news. Okay, well, okay. we are wishing you the very best as you enter the new school year. Um, I know some schools went back to school this week. Some private schools went back last week. We don't go back until next week, but my gosh, that's almost here. Right? Don't forget to pray for your kids when they're in school. I yeah, and you Use some of the tips that we had on last episode. If you haven't listened, go back and hang out with us and Jen Stutzman. And we talked a lot about praying for and with our kids and teaching them how to kind of calm themselves and mm-hmm. trust the Lord. And um, and just, she gave a couple mm-hmm. Bible verses too. Yeah. So definitely go back and listen to that one if you haven't. Otherwise, y'all, we are just wishing you the best. We are wishing ourselves the best as we enter this new season. Ready or not, yo. We're nerve-sided. Wait, Mostly just excited. <laughs> Okay, I have a quote, then we're done. Expectations are resentments waiting to happen. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Think about I, that. Um, what's Billy Madison's back to school? Back to school. Back Hold to on. school. I'm going to look it up. 
Back to school, back to school to prove to dad I am not a fool. Yep, there you go. <laughs> I, like my Billy Madison voice just went to Billy Madison. Madison. <laughs> okay, love you guys. See ya. Later. Subscribe to the Farm Smart Podcast on your favorite streaming platform or at nutrientagsolutions.com slash farmsmart. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. You can follow us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at Kylie Epperson underscore. Be sure to follow or subscribe to Midwest Farm Wives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in each day. Stay grateful, friends.